0: This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the
1: Lane Podcast. Drive the Lane Podcast is coming to you live from sports hell. After the Ohio State football team goes down, the Ohio State basketball team goes down, the Browns go down for Joey. His beloved Bears won, but the season was a season from hell. But we are here to give you our awards for the football season. We're here to talk about, yes, officially basketball season. We break down the game. We take some callers from fans. We answer some questions from fans. And you guessed it, we buckle up and we drive the lane. Before we get to all that, you know, you need to go to highstreettees.com slash DTL right now. Use promo code DTL15 to get... all off all of your purchases, all of your shirts, all of your mugs, all of your frosty glasses. Why have you not gone to High Street Tees yet? We don't know. We go every day. You should be on highstreettees.com slash DTL every single day. They are the official sponsor of the Drive the Lane podcast. They are the official, it's officially basketball season sponsor of the Drive the Lane podcast we are fired up in a bad way after some bad losses, and we're going to give it all to you right now. Buckle up and drive the lane. Let's do this. 45 minutes of anger. Buckle up and drive the lane. We
0: – Okay, we're here. Drive the lane podcast. We are putting on a brave face. We
1: are troopers. We are powering through.
0: We are – we are brought to you by uh, High, Street High Street T's, T's and, uh, and Threes. Threes, we love them. Though They are positive, bright spots in our lives. But yeah, we The are, only bright spots in our lives. We right are now. sad. Uh, we expected this episode to be very, very, very positive. Um, and now it's going to be a little negative. So if we come off negative, it's, be,
1: it's because we're sad. We're very sad. But we're also very happy because sometimes when the team does bad – more people want to hear some some hot
0: hot takes. Yeah, no, it's if people are out there listening because they want to hear us suffer, that's awesome. That means they're listening. So, hot
1: off the press, I want to give you my hottest take. That I've come is up it with. a hot acidic take? It is spicy hot. Yeah, let's hear it. The number two curse, <laughs> okay, that I came up with. The number two curse. All right. In the last two days, Ohio State two, that's has the first two. That's the first two. Ohio State has two losses. Second two. That's the second two. Okay. Both teams, when their losses came, were ranked number two two. in the country. Okay. J.K. Dobbins, phenomenal game, but he dropped how many touchdown passes? Two. Two. Fourth two. Wait, what number is he? I think he's two. He's number two. Fifth. Okay. Two. And Chase Young, who hasn't had a sack in 58 quarters, Basically, didn't make a big impact last night. What number is he? He's number two. He's number two. And I just came up with this one that I'm going to add. What is he going to get drafted in the NFL draft? Maybe one. Mm-mm. Not so, after eight touchdown, Joey. Um, two. The curse of two.
0: Who's number two in Ohio State basketball?
1: Is there? He's
2: say, Ohio you State. know B- who
0: is number two? <laughs> who? Mark Loving.
1: The curse of number two is real. It's real. It's real. The curse of number two is real. The Packers are the one seed? Yeah. Sorry, we're
0: breaking news. Freddie Kitchens just got fired. The Packers are the
1: one seed, (laughs) and we know that the Saints will not win because the Saints are the two seed. (laughs) If Ohio State is a two seed in March Madness, I'm not even going to watch the game. Games. They will be upset by the 15 seed if they're if they're the, You know seed. who the 15 seed will be? Ohio Clemson. University. <laughs> it's um uh. okay. We'll give you a quick we'll, we'll talk about the game a little bit because we we talk about it when we answer our questions, talk about it when we take calls. I've said this over and over again, Joey is going to reiterate it, but through the bad calls, through field goals instead of touchdowns, through Ryan Day going for two. Or going for one instead of two. What if you went for two? It's the curse of two. The curse of two. So that's we're good. <laughs> At the end of the day, you had the ball driving on the, on the opponent's 28-yard line. 45 seconds left with a chance to win the game and put all that other bullshit away. You have to take advantage of the moments when they're there. I have a friend who's a Georgia fan, and I say this. I do not think you guys will ever win a national championship. <laughs> you were knocking on the door, and you have to take advantage of the moments when they are there. And this is not to say that Ohio State will not be back next year. This is not to say that Ohio State won't win a championship in the next five years. But you're knocking on the door to get to the championship game. you got to take it because you never know when you're going to be there again. As we've seen, this is the first time that they really had a chance in the playoff since they won last time.
0: Yeah. um, The way I'm choosing to look at it, because I'm a positive guy, is if you told me um, before the game, that we had a chance with two minutes left, two-minute drill, drive down the field, and win. Oh, my God. How many minutes left? Two. Two. It was less than two, though. It was, <laughs> yeah. like, it was like 158 or something. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you're going to take that. So, you know, like, we, it was all out there in front of us. Under It was under our own control. I mean, Ohio State beat Ohio State. Like, Clemson was not the better team last night. But sometimes, that's why sports are so crazy. There were plenty of games in my college career that I lost, or that I won being being the worst team or having no business winning the game. Just like we lost games, like Penn State, my, my junior year. Penn State was not better than us, but they beat us three times. Yeah. Sports West are Virginia just crazy. Is not better than us. Yeah, sports are just crazy. I mean we'll shift gears to basketball in a second. But yeah, I just um Ohio State, obviously, you guys know the fumble that was a incomplete pass was clearly a fumble. I just don't get that. Um the the targeting was a fifty fifty call. I guess by rule it was targeting, but we get should, we get into that. There should be two different targetings and then um the running into the kicker was huge too. We don't no one's talking about that enough. But that's just Ohio State on Ohio State crime. So it stinks, but I kinda if you stick to the end I talk about this. It's a good problem to have if your team is losing as the number two seed in the playoff and the number two seed as as in, in the NCAA for basketball. So I, I would it's
1: we're we're Ohio State fans. We still got it pretty good. Before before we get to basketball talk, you know, this season was incredible for football. And we would be foolish, Idiots. we would be foolish to not talk about the positives. Speaking of which, coming out tomorrow, my story on Letterman Row, the top ten moments of the decade. You'll want to read that. You'll remember all the moments. But, back to what we were saying, you know, we're going to give away some awards for football season. Player of the year, offense player of the year, defense player of the year, X Factor, you know, stuff like that. Maybe we'll come up with some on the spot. But Joey, first things first. On MV- the realist.
0: First things first on the realist.
1: MVP of the Ohio State season. Who's the MVP? It's Justin Fields. Justin Fields? Who do you say?
0: Forty 40 touchdowns and one interception. That's pretty remarkable. And he was the engine of this whole team. And if without him, he was the tilting between a bad season and a great season. If he Fair. was bad, it's a bad season. If he's awesome, it's an awesome season like it was. So
1: my MVP, and, Justin Fields. And we'll say this too. If if Fields doesn't come in, Tate Martel's a starter, and he, <laughs> does, he does not bring an Ohio State team. Chris Chuganoff is starting by the end of the year if Tate Martell starts the yeah, season. I don't even want to We don't need to talk about that. But, yeah, my offensive MVP, Justin Fields, and it's not very close for me, even though J.K. Dobbins is awesome. My offensive MVP is J.K. Dobbins because if you look at his st- – Okay, he broke the rushing record, single-season rushing That's record. That's a big deal, yeah. And if you look at the – And also, point, second half. also he had, Fields has huge shoes to fill with Haskins last year mm-hmm. and Barrett the year before and and Braxton Miller, Cardell Jones. So, it's just Burrow, it wasn't – Joe Burrow. It was this – Joe Burrow. I think <laughs> Dobbins was just such a leg up on, like, Mike Weber. You know, he's the best running back since Zeke, which was only a couple years ago. But still, I, I think you can make the case that he's the best – statistically, you can make the case he's the best Ohio State running back. Of all time. Yeah. I just think he's the offensive MVP. If you look at the stats from the what last... What if they're both back?
0: Oh, my gosh. If, they're both, if they're
1: both back, they could make the playoff, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going with Dobbins, my offensive MVP. I mean, th- both correct answers, I would say. Defensive MVP.
0: Um, I mean, Chase Young's the easy answer. So let's, besides
1: Chase Young. Okay. I wasn't going to say Chase Young. Oh. I was gonna um, say Oklahoma money line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we should definitely get, yeah, but uh, I'll go Jordan fuller, he was the brains behind everything, he's my buddy, it's not so i gotta so uh, gotta go with him, uh, obviously, he had a huge play last night, which literally yeah. made him, but he he obviously people like the announcers talked about it, he was the brains behind the operation, he was the leader on defense, um obviously in the secondary. We were terrible last year, and we were awesome this year. I think he was a huge, huge part of that. Another huge part of that,
1: Okuda. I'm telling you. I had a Okuda. feeling you'd say him, so I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, if Chase Young – so I wasn't going to say Chung. Chung. <laughs> I was going to say Chase Young regardless. If Chase Young plays those two games he's suspended, he not only maybe wins the Heisman, but he's obviously the defensive MVP of this team. But when you miss two games, it's hard to – you know, be the quote-unquote MVP. So, I'm giving it to Okuda, and because we dare to be different and leave Chase Young out of our awards list. And
0: because if we use, and he's number two,
1: so you're cursed by yeah. picking J.K. Dobbins. But, it could have been doubly cursed. but Or maybe they cancel out. Next, next award, X-Factor. I have two names for this. X is two lines through each so other. So, one line is going to be someone, and one line is yeah, someone else. Yeah. Um. Okay, so
0: we'll we'll trade off. Okay, I'll, first I'll go Chris Olave.
1: Okay, oh just, oh oh Olave, <laughs> you gotta finish it. <laughs>
0: Auto parts. Ow. Uh, um, yeah, Olave. Uh, just because he was the the big play threat, he um was great on special teams. Uh, he blocked punts, downed punts. Caught touchdowns was the best receiver this year, uh, and did
1: it all as a very humble dude. So I'll go first. X factor. I'll go with him. Okay, my first X factor. um, We'll do. We'll do it a snake. I'll just say my first one. Chase Young because of the reasons we just (laughs) talked about. Okay, if Chase Young, Chase Young gets a sack last night like he should have, who knows? Maybe it changes the whole game. And it really didn't matter until last night. But you would have liked the number two, eventual number two or number three, number one pick to have a couple sacks last night. And Uh, we tweeted that picture. His face mask was being pulled off the game, pulled off his head during the game, and stuff wasn't being called. So it's not all his fault, but Chase Young definitely a season X factor. And X factors usually when they don't do what they're supposed to, you lose the game, which is what I think happened last night. Yeah,
0: your X factor – Makes way for my X-Factor, who is Davon Hamilton. Okay. Nose guard. He, the most un, untalked about, is untalked about a word? Not talked about, whatever. Underappreciated. Underappreciated is a good word. Underappreciated guy on this defense and maybe even the team. It's funny because um, back in my junior year, this was three football seasons ago now. Okay. Um, Dockage, when he came over as the fifth year, ninth year senior he was. Twelfth year senior. We we're sitting first row in uh at the 50 yard line not to brag that those were tickets for the football team uh he goes who is 53 that's the biggest man i've ever seen and this was when he wasn't getting any playing time and i was like i don't know the guy and then fast forward he's one of the best players on defense i just think it's awesome i think that he'll do great in the senior bowl and have a and, ha- and be playing on sundays which is pretty cool mm-hmm. and he's
1: from and he's from columbus so future guest maybe i don't we re- i mean sure i don't know <laughs> i don't know him at all but uh, my other X factor, which is definitely a future guest, Drew Chrisman. Yeah. The weapon of a punter is just so, 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 so important. There were so many possessions, even last night, where Clemson started the game, backed up, where teams started the game, backed up, and the Buckeye defense benefited a lot and offense from Drew Chrisman being the punter. So he's my second X factor.
0: Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's just a big, big... Big time X Factor. I agree. He field position. The game within the game. And he uh he's a big part in
1: in uh flipping fields and flipping bottles. <laughs> my final my final award that I'll suggest we do is biggest thing to look forward to for next year. Justin Fields Heisman. Let's just throw a bunch out for this. Yeah.
0: One. Justin Fields Heisman. Chase Young comes back. No comes Real back. ones, real ones.
1: Dobbins could come back. Um I think Garrett Wilson is a big, big, exciting thing to watch for next year because he was one of the best receivers in the country this year as a true freshman. Um, Something people don't know, Cameron Babb and Elijah Gardner both injured this year, wide receivers, just more weapons coming back for the Buckeyes. Um, Maybe Master Teague can... Get more than one or two yards per carry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know he's like second or third team all big time. You know, he has the second most
0: rushing yards in the Big Ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so no. Uh what I mean, I think the easiest thing to look forward to is that we have a great coach, we have great recruits, and we have great players still. We have the one of the most talented rosters in football still. So if you're you might be upset now, but the future is so, so bright. I mean Ryan Day, I mean, oh my God, he is a superstar. So,
1: um, that's what you got to look forward to, I'd say. And we're right now, again. right now, you have basketball season to look forward to right because on. it is officially basketball season. The Buckeyes lost today to West Virginia, uh, giving them their okay, West Virginia twenty second two twos. Obviously, they were going to lose that game. Okay, that was a given. Um. Oh, they now crazy. have their – how many losses this season? Two. I didn't want to say it. Okay. But, Joey, what what do we have to look forward to from this point moving forward for the Ohio State basketball team?
0: Uh, still one of the best teams in the country. That's not even like – Minnesota was an off night. That's not an – like today's not an off day because like, the game was a day game. It's not an off day because that's what West Virginia does, and we can win ugly. But it's just like it's hard to overcome some of the stuff that was that was going it's just a weird, weird, weird game. So do not fret as an Ohio State basketball fan. With the there's so much parody in college basketball this year. It's like it's it's fine. Whatever, you know, a weird game that we're not supposed to, that we should have won that we didn't, you know, in two weeks we'll win at Michigan State in a game where Cassius Winston scores, you know, three points.
1: You know, so like college basketball is just weird like that. So um I'm excited to see the Big 10 teams beat each other up. Big 10 basketball is fun and we're about to be in the heat of Big 10 basketball. Oh boy, are we. Yeah, I
0: I still think that Michigan is good. Ohio State obviously is very good. Michigan State will come around, I think. And I just don't see Maryland being awesome. But beyond that, I just don't think that that there's any other, you know, elite teams. But it should be fun. I think uh, college basketball is gonna be awesome, and obviously the Bucks are very, very good still. And it's I kind of like when they when they no, I don't like when they lose these games, but it's 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 cool to see how they'll bounce back. So it'll be interesting because now we play Wisconsin. Now it's Big Ten basketball. So and uh, we play a certain guy on Wisconsin who uh, may or may not have left the team the day before our first game, um, my senior year. So um, is he playing though? Yeah. So you got cleared. I mean, it's the, it's the, he's. Oh, it's like now. the time of the year. Yeah, yeah, he's eligible now. So, um, yeah, that I, if uh, trust me, they'll want to win that game and they'll want to win it by a hundred. So, um, Ohio State basketball is so fine, so so fine. It's it's it's, it's all it's almost good that they lost that game now because no one <laughs> was paying attention to it because mm-hmm. they were all dwelling on the Clemson loss. So it's good. Get that out of the way, and now let's go run the table and win a Big Ten championship.
1: I would. I would love to win a Big Ten championship in basketball and football. That'd be a very complete 2019. Make it into the Final Four in both. Yeah, that'd be nice yeah. too. Would be very nice. Uh, you hear in our questions our key our keys. In our next segment, we answer questions. Uh, we take phone calls. You hear what we think it'll take for the Buckeyes to get to the Final Four. You know, you hear a little more on our thoughts about some controversial calls that went the wrong way. Uh, we kind of we kind of cover all of it. We like we may start taking people's calls more often. It's kind of a fun thing to do. It was fun, but before we do that, um, what well, holidays approaching, Andrew? New
0: Year's. New Year's. And what do you do on New Year's besides act like you're going to be healthy? You make
1: New Year's resolutions. So,
0: you asked me what some awards. So I'm going to
1: ask you, what is your New Year's resolution? Because I know what mine is. My New Year's resolution is to not try to be different to the point that it loses me money. For example, I knew that LSU was going to fucking pound Oklahoma. And I thought to myself, be different, pick Oklahoma. When they win, you get to gloat about it. And then not only did I lose money, but I lost the trust of the listeners. Yeah,
0: I think it's safe to say that we can take away your expert card because you got both games wrong. I did get both games wrong. If you are picking these sports games, you're not allowed to get any wrong, let alone all of them wrong. So you've lost your expert card. I mean – People gave me backlash about my list, but that's opinions.
1: You know, you were picking facts, and they didn't happen. Yeah, and I I will own the better own it dumb Oklahoma pick. Yeah, you, It was stupid. You dumb, dumb brains. It was stupid, but Oklahoma will be back next year, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll better. And the again. streak will live of Oklahoma playoff blowouts. Joseph was your New Year's resolution.
0: Oh, mine is to become a great golfer. <laughs> as it's my new sport uh i'm a very competitive person and without the uh you know it's not necessary that i wake up every single day to work out and be in great shape and be a great basketball player now it's like all right let's shift it all to um trying to be the best golfer i can be so 2020 is the is the year of the handicap gonna try and knock that thing down and um you know because being a good golfer could take you to some fun places. And mm-hmm. I just a competitive guy, so I want to be a better golfer. And 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 uh had, go on a date with Ellie Raisman. That'd be nice too. I think we get into that in the We in, do get into yeah. that.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we now will get to some questions, some phone calls. Yeah, I felt like we were so sad that whole time. And some it's sadness just, <laughs> and it some, it some more sadness. Hurts, but, but stay with us because this is We'll I be happy geez. in the next episode, we promise. We'll be
0: happy in this next segment because we had a lot of fun talking. Yeah, so okay.
1: And Boom. Buckle up and drive the lane, take phone calls and answer questions. You're on the drive lane podcast. Who are we talking to?
2: Hey, this is uh, CC from upstate New York. How you doing?
1: What's up, CC? How you feeling today? My man, it's a sad, sad day.
2: Oh my God. The pressing day. You know, I, my question is the interception, right? If, if they threw that ball, and it was in the end zone. That would have been a touchdown all day, correct? I mean, he has two feet down. He established contact with the ball. He's holding the ball away from the defender. Is that not a football move, or? Uh,
0: Cece, uh, this is Joey. I am uh, with you one hundred and ten thousand percent. The one takeaway I have from that game is is that should have been a fumble. I just, I think the other stuff maybe that's Ohio State like a mistake. You know. But that was something that wasn't sure. in their control that went wrong, and I I think I agree with you. The fact that he took uh took four steps with the ball and then it was knocked loose. I don't know how that's not a uh, how that's not a fumble. But hey, um, you you play with the cards that you were dealt with. We still got the ball and scored on that possession. But it is it's weird because you say refs don't decide games, but uh when they take points off the board, in it's it. kind of them deciding the game. So I'm with you.
2: That was a that was a huge play in the Sean Wade play. I mean, you know that uh. Clemson quarterback six, six, you know, I mean, he did duck into the hip, but you could just feel the momentum after that, the momentum definitely shifted and it was the concussion protocol, I guess was a little questionable for me as well. You know, the kids laying on the floor or on the turf, you know, in pain, he's out for one play comes right back in. So I don't know, just last night's game just seemed a little mysterious to me, but you know, we definitely shot ourselves in the foot with those field goals in the first quarter. We got to score touchdowns, you know, and, uh, like Urban Meyer said, if you don't score touchdowns, you're not going to win the game. So, yep, absolutely, man. Thanks for calling in. I right. appreciate it. See you.
1: you know, with what he said about the uh, the targeting call with Sean Wade, my opinion on that is that the call in general, there needs to be two kind of levels to 100,000%. the call. Hundred thousand percent. There needs to be malicious targeting where the player. Like they would
0: call it malicious where targeting the, where the
1: player is malicious and tries to target, and then there needs to be incidental contact where it's a personal foul. It's a penalty, 15-yard penalty, but it's not an ejection. Yeah. I, uh,
0: like, how can that play result in someone getting ejected? If you're unbiased, like, it's really hard to be unbiased, obviously, when, like, you know, we are Ohio State fans through and through, but how can a tackle – like that. The dude is a heat-seeking missile. All he's thinking about is sacking the quarterback. It's not like a defenseless receiver. He's just thinking, sack the quarterback, sack the quarterback. And the dude is bracing himself. So what do you do when you brace yourself? You, you huddle over a little bit. You know, you mm-hmm. hunch over, whatever. How can that result in an ejection? I don't know. I totally agree. If there should be a 15-yard penalty is a huge deal in the course of a game, too. So, like, you don't want to do that to your team, but at least you can keep playing.
1: All right, we're getting another call, so we'll take it
0: right
3: now. Yeah, Yo, you're on the driveway podcast. Boy, what an absolute blessing. Uh, been a, I'd just like to start by saying I've been a fan since the uh, Go Local podcast days, so I uh, can't say I've been more excited about something in a long time.
1: All right, man, thanks for calling in. What do you, what do you want to talk about?
3: Well, you know what? I actually was uh, at the game last night, and I just had uh, a couple of thoughts on it. One, as uh, you would expect, Ohio State out-traveled Clemson about 70-30. And so, That's you know, the real victory. So. The game, <laughs> yeah, right? So at the start of the game, you know, it was a pretty pretty electric feeling. I was in the uh, Ohio State fan section. We were driving early, making stops on defense, and things were going all wet our, our way. But as you break it down and you watch the game and you think about it, Ultimately, we lost the game because we couldn't put it away when we had our opportunities. Multiple red zone, I mean, in our four or five, excuse me, five red zone trips, we ended with three field goals, a touchdown and a pick, and frankly, you just can't do that. That's unacceptable. The, all three of the field goals were in goal-to-goal situations. And You know, you talk about the first field goal, we passed on first down, and some may say, you know, run the ball and get some more yards, which is fine, but ultimately our, A, our lack of aggression, and B, our inability to put the ball in the end zone early and keep in Clemson in the game really shoehorned us into the loss. You'd love to blame the refs, but, I mean, you know, you shoot yourself in the foot enough, enough times, nothing the refs did could really save you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Totally you got it. anything else for us?
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was a good
1: recap of the game. Uh Jason, thanks for calling in. But yeah, I mean that's just that that's some that sums it up perfectly. If you put the game away early like they should have, similar to what LSU did, then you don't even need to worry about the refs. You don't even need to worry about going for two when when you should have gone for one. If you put the game away, you put the game away. Yeah, it it all boils down
0: to Kind of, it it was Ohio State's fault. You, like you kind of said, if we score touchdowns instead of kick field goals, like, I mean, the game is, maybe it's out of reach at halftime. Which, I mean, probably not, but maybe it is. Um, And then obviously, I mean, but, I mean, it just keeps coming back to momentum is such a huge thing in sports, especially in college sports. And, I mean, we just lost all the momentum with whether it was um, a bad call, a missed call, um, targeting ejections you know drop passes what it's, it's a lot of it ended up being self inflicted like the roughing the kicker like you know like roughing the punch or whatever the, the, like that's a self inflicted
1: rune as frustrating as it is yeah so. I, it it was frustrating of course we're taking we're taking more calls as we're doing this, keep the calls coming in you know the game started off feeling like it was similar to the team of destiny, the ohio state two thousand and fourteen team of destiny. Dobbins was running like Zeke. You know, Fields was playing great. The defense was looking great against a team that is supposed to have an offense that can beat Ohio State's defense. And it just it did not end how it started. It just stinks because, and this is my mom was just, I mean – (laughs) <laughs> you look up heartbroken
0: in the dictionary my mom last night and today just so sad we both agreed like kind of my whole family we agreed like we all felt like we woke up and we were hung over and none of us mm-hmm. were drinking last night it's just like a mental hangover from that game and it's just mostly comes back to the fact that we were probably the better team like st- uh, ryan day said it in the pre- in his uh in his interview with uh big 10 network after the game like when you're playing such a great team like Clemson, LSU, you know, even like Wisconsin and some of those other teams, you need to have some of those game-changing, uh, momentum-swinging plays, and we had none of them, and Clemson had a few of them, and that's what the difference is in these gigantic games. So, I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt so bad if, if I didn't think we were the better team, and we played pretty crummy, honestly, it seemed like, and we still had a chance to win on the final drive, and if Olave goes right instead of going left, I mean, like we could be talking about how awesome Ohio State is. It was
1: such an anticlimactic ending, too, because it's not like it was the last play. You know, there was still there were still 45 seconds left, so in a perfect world, well, in a perfect world, Olave goes the right way. They get a touchdown, and they stop Clemson. But in a... Oh, we, we got, got another, another call coming her. in. We got another call coming in. You're on the Drive the Lane oh. podcast. Oh, um... Okay,
2: so... Clemson, yeah. So they're not a
0: good team, and I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, we were just talking about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean that that sounded like a little kid.
0: It's not fair to say they're not a good team. They are a good team, right? Probably a great team, but I still think we
1: were better. I think that little (laughs) kid got a little starstruck calling into the Drive the Land. I mean, if you ever,
0: if you're listening now, guys, next time we do it, if you ever have, if you've ever really wanted to talk to Andrew Zolden, now is the best chance to do it. So definitely.
1: But um, what were we talking about
0: we before just, we got interrupted by the kid? I was just talking about how I just—it's more frustrating because I thought Ohio State was the better team, even though we yeah. sucked.
1: Oh, and I was saying in a perfect football world, that's just an incomplete pass. The Buckeyes and keep driving, but, and we get like a last-second play.
0: Um, the way I kind of—first of all, the playoffs are getting announced right now, and Tennessee playing New England. Like I think the Titans could win.
1: Okay, back to our playoffs.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I just I think like David Miller, one of my roommates from school, was talking about it in our group chat. Um, the fact that Justin Fields hasn't thrown interceptions like he threw one the whole year and then two last night, so when he throws a pass deep down the field, you just assume the guy is open. So yeah. like everyone was like, "Oh, it's a it's another Chris Olave touchdown from Justin Fields and saves the day yet
1: again." But I said I said before the playoff, I said you know, he's a little J T. Barretty. Where you think, like you just said, he doesn't throw interceptions. But sometimes the runner's got to be open for him to complete the throw. But last night, I think he he shattered my – we got another call coming in. Oh, my God. You guys are the best. <laughs> You're on the Drive the Lane podcast. Who are we talking to? Uh,
2: my name's Braddock, and my question for you was, what was your favorite basketball memory from your school, from school?
1: Uh, Joey, I think Andrew, you want to take I think Joey, okay. that's going over to you.
0: Um, what's up, man? Uh, wow. Okay, shifting gears. Um, it is basketball season now. My favorite memory, a um, little, maybe a little recency bias, but when we upset Iowa State my senior year in the um, NCAA tournament, uh, that was pretty awesome. Just because the fact that we, first of all, weren't really supposed to be in the tournament because we um, were, you know pick to be not very good and stuff that was a win in uh-huh. itself and then um, when we got to play a team like Iowa State instantly a lot of us had a lot of confidence in going into that game and then pulling out that win in front of a very very packed Iowa State crowd felt like a road game it was it was really really awesome so that's probably my favorite mo- favorite memory
2: cool thanks Joey
0: yeah you got it man have a good one you too thanks
1: all right that might have been the same kid. It might have been the same kid, <laughs> but, but that was... Either way, you just made his probably his year.
0: Very thoughtful question. and A little bit of a shift in gears from what we were talking about. Um, but yeah, Ohio State basketball has given, has given me some great memories. Ohio State football has given me some great memories. But um, to, this weekend wasn't the weekend to be an Ohio State basketball or football no. fan.
1: You're on the Drive the Lane podcast. Is this Joey Lane?
0: This is Joey Lane and Andrew Zolden, You got it.
2: No way. <laughs> no way, dude. Who is? Who are we talking to? Uh, my name is Brendan Kerr.
0: Is this the Brendan Kerr?
2: Yeah. Dude, That's,
3: this is the best day ever. So wait, so you, got, you guys just, like, run this podcast?
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> we, we got a little podcast going. You want to ask us a question?
2: Yeah, I, I was like, uh, what, what happened last night? That was absurd.
0: Yeah, I mean that's uh, a that's yeah. a man. Yeah, LSU really <laughs> took it to them. You
3: know, stinks. Yeah, things. I just don't think Oklahoma, Oklahoma
1: Oklahoma's defense was just not ready. Is that the game?
3: I, I was talking about the uh, the fumble. Oh,
1: oh the, Ohio the, Ohio State, State the Ohio State game. Ohio uh, State game. Breaking news for you, Brendan. Uh, the Browns have fired Freddie Kitchens. You care about that? Really? Yeah. Breaking news on the show.
0: You want to break the news? Here, you break the news, Brendan. We're li- we're we're on
1: the
2: podcast. Break yeah. Break the, the,
1: news. the news. Read it to us.
2: All right. Uh, breaking news: Freddie Kitchens <laughs> was fired by the Cleveland Browns following their Week 17 loss to the Bengals.
0: Oh man! No way! That would. Are yeah. you a Browns fan, Brendan?
1: I am. Oh, so, what do you think about that. that firing? I'm uh I'm I'm quite disappointed with
2: that. I'm not gonna lie.
0: You're a Freddie guy or you just disappointed in the fact that they hired them in the first
2: place? Um, no, I, I'm a Freddie guy. I think he did well in his uh, short tenure. But. What? Are you
0: crazy? Andrew's uh, my so I'm a Bears fan. He's a Browns fan, so he might take okay. it real
1: quick. So hold on, Brendan. I got to disagree with you completely, man. <laughs> Nick Chubb, the rushing leader. I, you know, he gets the carries doesn't get him in the right positions. You see Odell today looked amazing. Where's that been all season? Baker, amazing last year, terrible this year. I I could go, the list goes on and on and on. Brendan, my guy, I am <laughs> thrilled that Freddie is fired. And in terms of what oh, happened, oh, thrilled. In terms of what happened in the game last night, to answer your question about that, the fumble. We agree it should have been a fumble. It should have been a touchdown. If that's in the end zone, it's called a touchdown. But we also think this: if the game is on the line and the ball is in your hands, everything else goes out the door. You had a chance to win. You have to take advantage of it.
3: I would agree with that. I I respect your stamp on the Freddy Kitchens. All right. Thank you,
1: man. Thanks for calling in. Make sure you're following on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Of
3: course.
1: You're the man, Brendan.
3: You are the man as well, Joey. And (laughs) what was the other one? And Andrew. Andrew,
1: Andrew, Andrew. Not, Not the same level, though, clearly. All right, see you, man. Thanks. <laughs> I, I personally, you know, Joey's a Bears fan, but I right now am in sports hell between Ohio State football yesterday, Ohio State basketball today. Which really, whatever, it's not that bad. It's just, it's just one game in the regular season, on a neutral court in the state of Ohio. Against, but uh, yeah, but against the they right, right, they're more West Virginia fans. They should and be, they should be higher ranked than twenty-two. Also, which they, they will be, stink, but it's okay. But I'm also a Browns fan, and they lost today to the Bengals. Bulls are the Bulls. They've somehow are fourth in defensive rating, but last we have the worst they, coach they, in the <laughs> NBA. So I, I am in I am in sports hell, and I went zero for three this weekend, and I'm in sports hell. So yeah. But I mean, if you did gamble, did you have a good week gambling? I had a good week, not sports gambling, but I had a good week at the casino. It's good. That's
0: good. Yeah, I yeah. don't gamble, but if I me did, either. I, me either. Me I was just if I did, I would say it. that
1: I've I've been
0: hot lately. Yeah. But I would just say that just because it's fun to say.
1: God, now I cannot believe they lost that game. last Yeah, night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We we did talk about this me and Andrew before we got on and started recording, but we uh we did have a rough week. Obviously, I would trade. Oh, uh, I would trade Ohio State winning that game ten times out of ten for the Bears losing today. I mean, they were playing for nothing, but yeah, Ohio State. Uh, you know, Ohio State basketball lost, obviously. Ohio State football lost, obvious, obvious, obviously. Then the Bears won today against the Minnesota backups, which was a heck of a win. But if we want to be positive, we can be positive. I played golf today, it's December twenty ninth, played eighteen holes. We're in
1: Chicago. We're in Chicago. You should not be golfing on December twenty ninth. It's crazy.
0: Not. I almost had a hole in one. It hit the flag stick and and ended <laughs> up being like five five feet away from the hole. The divot was like right next to the holes wild stuff. Um I pulled a couple muscles in my back golfing because I haven't golfed a couple – You're a, old. In a couple weeks. You're officially I old. I mean, I'm washed up. Not old. Just washed up. Older. I mean, yeah. I, Boom. Just got older again. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, Tiger didn't win um, AP Male Athlete of the Year, which is insane. I don't know how he didn't win that. Who won? Kawhi? Yeah. How does Tiger Woods not win? I don't know. He won the Masters after being – out. I mean, whatever. This is not the place <laughs> to talk about that. Um, speaking you, of golf. Speaking of golf, Allie Raisman posted a video of her golfing today, which made me fall deeper in love with her. So Allie, if you're listening. Is she your dream podcast get? Uh no, she's better than that. She's mm-hmm. she's just my she's just my celebrity crush. If she came on the podcast, like that'd be awesome. But I don't know if that's quite our style. No. Not our style. <laughs> Can you imagine us asking her funny questions? She'd laugh. She'd I mean, yeah, she'd laugh and then she'd be like, Okay, five minutes left. How much time we got?
1: Speaking of questions, you posted on Twitter for people to ask you questions, and we would answer them. Yeah. Shall we do that? We shall do that. Before we get to that, you know, official game day bar of Ohio State is threes above high.
0: You have eight months to get ready and and get get ready to go back there for football season.
1: You can now go there exclusively. The Browns season is over. The, the Buckeye football season is over. See you later. It's now the exclusive Drive Lane bar for basketball because it's basketball season. All right, go there and watch the basketball games. Get some threes shirts from High Street Tees. You know, it's just the place to go. It's the place to go for sports, for food, for drinks, if you're over the age of 21. And if you weren't there for the playoff game, then it's your fault it that, your that fault. they lost.
0: Give a quick shout out to Zachary Roth for being at my house and showing up when we were up sixty nothing and then Bad luck. And then from then on. Bad luck. God damn it. So yeah, so it's all on game. you if you don't go to threes. <laughs> yeah, you uh, should
1: be watching every game of threes, and you, if you didn't watch the football game there, you probably didn't watch the basketball game that that they lost today to there. So it's double so your fault. You need to start going to threes for all the games.
0: Yeah. So that's that is a requirement. That's not a request. It's it's a requirement. It's an order.
1: All right, Joey. What you got? All right,
0: let's read some questions. First one, um, do we want to say who they're from? No. Okay. First one is why. That's it? Just why. Hmm. My answer, beyond why not, is because (laughs) because they called it an incomplete pass and not
1: a fumble. Yeah, that's a good why. My why is because... Olave thought he was scrambling, and he really was just stepping up in the pocket. Okay. I like how we kind of interpreted that yeah,
0: however we wanted. Oh, you want to know another why? Because West Virginia really mucks up the game, and that's how they win, and they always beat a really good team every year doing that, so nothing to be worried
1: about. Want to know another why? Sure. Because he's made them in games before and proven that he can make that shot. So I still want Caleb Wesson taking threes despite West Virginia giving him the open threes. That brings up our next question.
0: What's your take on skinny Caleb Wesson, the perimeter player, versus fat Caleb Wesson, the dominant (laughs) post player? Um, Okay, I'm going to read this one. His name is Chris Williams. Chris, Caleb Wesson is one of the best players in the country. He will score one-on-one with any player in the country in the post, and he's also one of the best three-point shooters in the country. So Whoa, you can re- yeah. that's a tank. I mean, he is. You can relax with the skinny versus fat. Caleb's in better shape. He can play more games. He fouls less because he's skinny. He's a way better player because he's skinny. On top of that, he can still score in the post, and he has been scoring in the post. But if he's wide open for three, that's a great shot for our team, for him individually, and he worked so hard on that, why would he not shoot it? So, Chris – Thank you for your question. Skinny Caleb Wesson is better than fat Caleb Wesson. Don't even don't get it twisted. Do not get it
1: twisted. I think also a lot of people think because his stats are down and his scoring isn't quite what they thought it would be. The the team has way more scoring options than it did. Exactly. His first, we were feeding his first him, two feeding, years. feeding
0: him, feeding him. Now it's like he's almost, he's not a decoy, but he's just like the he's the number one option on yeah. a great team versus the number one option on a good team. Yeah. And that's All what right. happens. Next question. Uh, next question is why do I cringe when Luther shoots? It's funny because we used to make fun of Luther for his jump shot because it does look funny, but he's making shots. And if him, yeah. if him and all those other wings like Dre, uh, Andre, and um, Dwayne, and 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 the list goes on and on, are making open threes like that takes our team to a whole another level. So don't cringe when he shoots. Be excited when he shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a two. This is a two part question. The next question is has nothing to do with the first part. Um, Also, what's your take on an SEC officiating crew being assigned to the game when both the SEC and the ACC networks are owned by ESPN? Let's get out ahead of this. Ohio State fans, let's let's be bigger than some other fan bases and not try and think of these crazy conspiracies as to why we lost the game. I do think the refs blew it. They blew that call, a couple calls maybe. But that happens all the time and that has nothing to do with the fact that they are SEC and the game's on ESPN and playing an ACC team like that's mm-hmm. that's you're connecting too many of the dots. Ohio State shot themselves in the foot way too many times and that's the reason why they lost. My take on that happening is it's probably just a obscure coincidence.
1: But refs are refs. We've we've and talked they try about this. We talked about this also. What what do you want like Pac-12 refs who don't see good football when they ref? What do you want a group of 5 ref I'm taking an SEC ref all day. Yeah, sure. As long as it's not an SEC. And did you see the refs that didn't call that pass interference in the Oklahoma game? Yeah, that was terrible. I think they were Big Ten refs. Yeah. So, and
0: like, and why would you, like, I, I just don't. What, what, do, I don't. What I don't understand is why people think that SEC refs want the SEC to win. Like, why they don't care? The SEC wasn't even in the game, and they're in, and they're refing because they clearly don't have any bias like I don't understand why people want to be refs I don't get that because I love teams and I could never ref fairly but clearly if you're a ref you're refing fairly and they're not like they don't get a bonus for the SEC team winning no. the national championship no. like it okay whatever next question um how do the Buckeyes bounce back from their loss against Clemson next year um easy I mean dumb yeah the, easy they the the expectation is to get to the to get to the, to the playoff every year. The expectations next year will be to get to the playoff again and win, hopefully. Um, how do they bounce back? They do exactly what they do every single offseason. No team works harder um, and no team is coached better. I mean, Coach Ryan Day proved that he's incredible other than some things, but I mean, I, clearly there's a game plan. Like the fact that they were running on or throwing on first down in the red zone all the time, I think they were just waiting to get the chance to, to have some kind of design run to win the game and stuff, which kind yeah, of Clemson kind of did. They had did. The, they did the opposite. Um, I I how do they bounce back? They the, do what they do. It's they not really hard.
1: bounce back. They didn't lose in the Big Ten championship and miss the playoff. They still missed yeah. the playoff and last, and lost in the last thirty seconds. It's not. I they, they'll be fine. Yeah. Justin Fields has to come back. Dobbins, who knows what he's going to do. Chase Young's probably going to be gone. They're going to have to fill holes, obviously, and Dude's that's that's up, not man. always a bad thing because. <clears throat> If someone's replacing Chase Young or replacing Dobbins, these are guys that didn't necessarily taste the success yeah. as much as the rest of the and team. They, and they're so hungry. even man. though you're going to even though you're going to downgrade with whoever you replace, I mean, I Probably. personally Probably. hope That's, it's not Master Teague. But Master Teague, why you don't like Master Teague? He's he's not he's a good like one yard guy. He's well, not going to break runs one. off. very hard. I like Master Teague. But but um, <laughs> I whoever they replace him with. Dobbins, and Chase Young, they're going to be hungry for to get back there and be the reason why. So, no no worries. The Buckeyes will bounce back, and they will be in the playoff again
0: next year. This is another two-part question, and the next one has to do with Ohio State basketball. That's why I kind of cut it off. So, this one is, what are the OSU basketball teams... Uh, he's missing a word. What are the odds the OSU basketball team gets to the Final Four? What does it take for them to do that? What are the odds... Uh, there's a there's an eight percent chance. Yeah, I, I I mean they I think that they are one of the, they're a top four team in the country, so that gives them better odds than other teams. But I mean, to make a final four, a lot of things you have to be playing great basketball and you have to have a favorable um path probably. So it's hard to talk about making the final four until we see who we're gonna play in the tournament, obviously. But the team is outstanding. Defense takes you a long way, guard play takes you a long way. Check both those boxes. So I think they have a We got a call coming they got in, got Joe. Okay, let me answer this first. Right. Uh, um, but yes, I think that they're on the way. And what does it take from them? Great defense and great guard play. There you go. All right, we got That's a call coming. Call.
1: In. Oh, we missed it. We missed it. Maybe they'll call back. Maybe again. they'll
0: call back. <laughs> um, but I guess to elaborate on, now that I can, to to make a run in the NCAA tournament, clearly, you need you need three things. And I kind of touched on them all. Um, the right path, because everyone talks about how. Some paths are easier than others, and that's the truth. The right path, and that also goes into its seeding. You know, the difference between a three seed and a one seed is obviously astronomical. So the right path is number one. Number two is defense. Talked about that. We have great defense. I think we're, in Kempom, we might be number one in defense. Um, so we have a great defense, obviously. I mean, that's a no-brainer. That's year in and year out. Oh, Chris Holtman's staple, we have great defense. Um, and that means we'll be in every single game. And then finally, um, guard play which last year we had good guards. We had really good guards. We had tournament guards. This year I think we have maybe a step up. That's not a knock to the guys last year because those are my, some of my closest friends, C.J. Jackson, Keyshawn, those guys were incredible. But I think there's just something about the number and um, the confidence of these young guys and this, like, almost like a cocky swagger that they have, whether it's um, you know, a Dwayne or Luther being a year older, or it's DJ Carton or CJ Walker who are getting their first taste as buckeyes. I just think that guard play, um, both offensively and defensively is something that we uh is a strength for us. And then obviously, you know, when you have a dominant big man that helps too. So
1: I think you you need to I think obviously who you play and where you play is important also. And the best way to take care of that is if the Buckeyes can win the Big Ten, they could put themselves in the best position to then exactly. get to the Final Four.
0: Yeah, and if they win the Big Ten tournament, that's huge momentum going into the yeah, tournament. Yeah, so game. a lot
1: so a lot of it needs to happen before they even get to the tournament. Totally,
0: totally. That's a great question, though. Like, what it takes, like, that's a great yeah. question. Um, let's see. I'll go, going off that, what will the starting five be pending health during during the tournament? Or going into the tournament, tournament time? Um,
1: I don't think it should be very
0: I different. I think, yeah, it won't change. I think... I honestly probably next game it'll be, it'll be back to the starting lineup that I kind of said it it should be, which is uh, well Kyle Young might not be. Oh, that's true. Kyle, well, so pending so Kyle, surgery. Kyle, so we'll this is everyone will be healthy by the time tournament. Knock on wood. Um, so we'll go C J Walker, Luther, Dwayne, um Kyle Caleb, with Andre coming off the bench for Kyle. Dwayne Luther or Caleb can come in for any of those guys and uh DJ Carden obviously being a huge spark off the bench so I think those guys those five um is a great starting lineup because you think about a starting lineup it's not the guys who are finishing the game starting lineup that lineup has a ton of juice a ton of energy and a ton of scoring so um, and then you back it up with a guy like Dre, who who can who is a Swiss Army knife, could do everything. And then C.J. Carton, obviously, who is the Energizer Bunny in terms of giving us a spark off the bench. I think that sets uh sets us up uh, for success. Who's your starting lineup, Andrew? Well,
1: I, I I completely agree with you, but and I'm I obviously hope that this doesn't happen. But sometimes if a team hits a wall, loses a couple games in a row, starting lineup could get mixed up, and then they could roll with that moving forward. The only possible change I could see is. Potentially Holtman wanting to run with Danny Hummer, CJ and DJ to start the game, but I think something drastic would have yeah, to happen I don't, this season for Carton to be in the starting lineup yeah, come I don't tournament know yeah.
0: time. Yeah. And I think DJ has really embraced coming off the bench because that's the biggest mis, mis- misconception in sports is coming off the bench because starting. G- Oh my God! It doesn't matter. It's whoever finishes the game. That's who the coach has the most trust mm-hmm. and belief in. And DJ Carton has been finishing games. So yeah. Um, okay. Here's we'll go. We'll move on.
1: We'll do two more.
0: Um, what's happened to? <laughs> what's happened from Villanova to now? Minnesota, Kentucky, and now West Virginia. So many turnovers. Rust rushed, rushed out of control drives slash shots. This has really only come on in these games. Oh, I believe it's been three games with fifteen plus turnovers. Um, With that, two of them going over 20 turnovers. What the hell is going on? Uh, Not to quote Aaron Rodgers, my arch nemesis, but we need to relax,
1: everyone. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Kentucky, they won. Okay. So, not an issue. Yeah. You win, that's all that matters. <laughs> Throw the ball over 100. Okay, today won. we know that West Virginia likes that's to ugly do. the game up. Okay, make it muddy, make it mucky, make it gross. That's what happens. So you expect a lot of turnovers in a West Virginia game. And if you avoid it, then you're probably going to win. But Press Virginia can can get get in your head, get in your zone, and cause some turnovers. And the Minnesota game at that time, it might even still be the case, a Big Ten team hadn't won on the road yet. Yeah. And uh,
0: We have Michigan State beat Northwestern.
1: And Ohio State was also due for a loss. Yeah. And that Penn State – North Carolina and Penn State were after Villanova, and they won both those games in blowout fashion. Yeah, I just think, So I think people just look at the Villanova game as like the highlight of the season so far because North Carolina was down a couple guys by the end of the game, and it was just – now we have see what North Carolina's done since, and Villanova's the highest-ranked team that we've played – Um but I don't know. You got you got young guys in DJ Carton who turns the ball over a lot. You got offensive fouls when you got big guys like Kyle Young and, and Caleb Wesson. And I think they'll sure all of that up. But in terms of since the Villanova game, I don't think you can really look yeah, at it like that. Yeah, I think um young guys turn the
0: ball over, that's an excuse. And I know you just kind of said that. It's it's an excuse and it's a bad excuse and no coach will ever the only time they'll say that is to save their, you know, their players' confidence, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um I, turnovers are a part of basketball. Teams go through these stretches. I tr- Trust me, I know Coach Holman very well, and the first thing in practice tomorrow will be um, catching, pivoting, and passing because it comes down to the fundamental. You even heard in a huddle, if you watch the game, because Fox Sports 1 um, goes inside the huddle um, on some of the timeouts, and he said, catch the ball with your eyes and your feet. That's how we catch the ball. So they will be working on that. Um, turnovers happen. I mean, yeah, this team is young, yeah, but it's also like we're getting everyone's best shot now. And there's something to be said about being frustrated with us losing games and winning close games and, and losing games maybe we shouldn't have won. That's that's a good thing, you know, that we mm-hmm. are um, you know, like we're getting the court stormed on us and stuff. That means you have a really, really good team. We're gonna be a top five, top ten, top five team all year long. So they'll fix they'll figure it out. Coach Holman and and the rest of that staff is so good with adjusting. Um, turning the ball over was a big problem for us last year and towards the end of the year we figured it out and you realize how important every possession is that's one thing that maybe a freshman doesn't realize is over the course of the season you, you understand that um, each possession matters and you don't have to be a hero and hit home runs on every play you can hit singles and hit single after single after single and you know you'll score more runs you know what I mean so that's something that once these guys realize, which they absolutely know, but once they really realize that, that'll that'll, that'll uh, definitely take form. But I, I'm, I'm not worried. But I get what you're saying. I mean, there are a lot of turnovers, but West Virginia, that's what they do. And same same with Kentucky, they get after you. So, um, but yeah, we'll end with this one, and I think this is a pretty good, pretty good question. Um, to and we've talked about the turnovers. Other people ask me. Shout out to my boy, uh, um, um. Jeez, I'm blanking on, forgot who, but um, (laughs) there was someone that asked um, another question about who do you blame when you're turning the ball over like that, Um, and that's not fair because he might have even said, like, I don't want to single out one person, but turnovers are just a part of the game and people can have rough days. I just think that just a little uh, self-reckoning and just, you got to look at yourself and just be like, all right, don't hit singles, don't hit home runs. And that'll change everything. But the last question is football question. In college, should there be a coach's challenge?
1: I mean, the easy answer is yes. But I personally think that – I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. I say why not. Yeah, yes. Yes. Should be the same way.
0: Yeah, I think – I in also think
1: you should be able to challenge pass interference like you can in the NFL, especially, I mean, that Oklahoma game.
0: Well, I don't think you should be able to do it in the NFL. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Teach their Teach own. Their own. Um, <laughs> no, I think why why not try – uh, the same way that college and the NBA should be the same, why not try and make the NCAA and NFL the same? Like, I think in college basketball there should be four quarters, just like there's the NFL, so why not have – like now that the nba has a coach challenge why not have a coach challenge in in uh college basketball. college basketball so i don't know it it could solve things it could make things worse i don't care why not give every more rules
1: give us all the rules i think the, the a rule if i could change and this is completely different from the question if i could change any rule in college sports i would add a sixth foul to college Ooh, basketball oh i like that yeah because be it just for, takes the talent, it takes also. the talent off the floor which sucks with the five fouls all right. Thank you guys for calling in. That Thank was awesome. you guys we'll do that again. for asking us your questions. And this was
0: not a ploy because we don't have an, a guest. That's not at all what this is.
1: Definitely not. Um, we, have, we might even
0: have one more caller. Someone texted me and like, I'm going to call. We have, so. some, we have
1: some fun and exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. You know, football season is over, so hint, hint, wink, wink. Might get some of the football players. We'll get some of the football players. Might get some of the football players not at Ohio State. True. We'll have a lot of basketball talk because we have it's nothing else season. to talk it's about. basketball season. No, it's, no,
0: no. It's basketball season. It is basketball season.
1: Yeah. We have nothing else to talk about. It's basketball season. Uh, we got a shirt coming soon.
0: Yeah, we have a shirt coming <laughs> we soon. We
1: promise. I know we've been saying that, but we actually have a shirt coming soon, and you guys are going to get to buy these shirts and wear them. Yeah. You're going to You're going to buy the shit out, of these buy shirts. This shit out of these shirts. Joey, any closing thoughts? Uh, yeah, I
0: just let's let's close with this. Let's put put everything in perspective. If you're listening to this, most likely you're either a fan of ours, which is you know there's four of you. Oh, we got the last call.
1: Here we go. Is this your buddy? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and
0: then I'll give my closing. Oh, call. he hung oh up. Oh my god, he hung up.
1: All right, keep going. Okay, we'll just act like that didn't
0: happen. If you're listening to this, yeah. So if you're listening to this, you are either a fan of ours, which there's a low. Low possibility of that. Or, more specifically, a fan of Ohio State Athletics. And we are in the golden age of Ohio State Athletics in terms of it is an expectation we, we are getting to the playoff every year, and so that's why we're so sad when they don't win these games. So it's a great, great thing that you're an Ohio State fan. Just like in Ohio State hoops now that's on the rise, you expect great things. It is a great thing that you're an Ohio State fan because the alternative is way, way worse. You could be a Michigan fan, you could be an Indiana fan, you could be an Illinois fan, whatever other Midwest you yeah. know states you could be. Instead, you are lucky enough to be an Ohio State Buckeye fan, and for that, you should be very very grateful because there will be so many other great great sporting events to look forward to. Would you rather be sad that you lost the college football playoff or be sad that your team didn't make a bowl game? Right? So, let's put it all in perspective. I am so happy to be a Buckeye. Every day is a great day to wake up and be an Ohio State Buckeye or a Missouri Tiger. Shout out to Illinois. They are frauds. They are frauds. But, yes, go Bucs forever and always. Be happy that we are able to have these moments because other teams would die for
1: them. Okay? Okay. Buckle up. Go Bucks. Drive the line.